his number. Man, Wonder Woman gave me this shit a long time ago. What? Oh, my God, Diana, don't tell me you fucking villains now, bro. Yo. He fucking no bum-ass villains. Are you not your mind? Yes, you are. Then why he saying he got our number from you? Because he's fucking lying, nigga. He a villain. What the she fuck? She do got a point there, about man. Robin, shut the fuck up. All right, she do got a point there, bro. Don't call up your line on your ticket. I ain't fucking lying. I had that bitch folded like fresh laundry. You know what? Ain't nobody fucking fucking me. Bitch, I had your ass folded like a napkin at a five-star restaurant. You definitely lying now. Oh, that shit, whore gummy. Dick don't fold me. I fold dick. That shit sound painful. It was. But I like that no, shit. No, you didn't. How you gonna tell me what I like? Because I didn't fuck you. Yes, you, you never did. Had you mean folding in the own sauce? All right, so you ain't never fucked a nigga named David? Bitch, I'm talking about the David from two months ago. Oh, how many motherfuckers are named David? Bitch, got a body count like John Wayne Gacy. I'm talking about the David you said looked like Yahya Abdul-Mateen. That David. The second? Bitch, the first ain't famous. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad. I, I, I did throw him some ass. Damn it, Diana. You, you're, you're fucking gross. Fucking villains Nigga, for real. Fuck up. You fuck your villains all the time. Bitch, I would never. I stand for fucking justice. You be standing up in Catwoman, too. What about that? I mean, that's different, though. She she not no, like, villain, per se. She, she more like a, like an anti-hero. Okay, what about Harley Quinn? I mean, she, she an anti-hero, like, too. Like, so she really ain't, like, a villain no more. Poison Ivy? I mean, she's just a vegan. Now make her a villain. Tie you Nah, see, Ty, Ty, her, it's her dad. She's a fucking assassin. She's a fucking ass having. What? I mean, she she has ass. A nice ass. Y'all shut the fuck up and tell me where Aquaman is. Hey, hold on, my guy. Who the fuck? You think you're talking to? My ass ain't no bitch, and my bitch hey, ass ain't here. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, hey, helmet punched off your head, bitch. You ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna do shit. Not to me. Nigga, I'll karate chop the back of your motherfucking neck. Don't ever try me, no, bitch ass. Fuck you I don't give a fuck who you think you're gonna in your lame ass role, girl. I will get whatever the fuck I want. I want them bitch ass Gotham villains, bro. I will kill you, bro. I'll put that shit on the Atlantic, bro. You, you, you ain't gonna do shit, bro. I'll see your ass address right now. You can pull up. This motherfucker wanna die. Why you keep talking like it's just him oh, here? So you want smoke too. Oh, you gotta get on his grill, my guy. Hey, I was just calling for Aquaman, but I don't give a fuck. All y'all can get touched. About touching some shit. What you gonna do? You touch, ain't bro? touching shit. Touching everybody that's touchable in that bitch. You don't get touched bitch, first. I don't get touched. I do the touching. Hands gonna get washed before you get to touch anything. Now I'm touching shit like a blind nigga in the museum. You ain't gonna touch shit but this L we about to hand you. You are so wrong. No, she's right. You're definitely about to have to touch that L while you're well, holding it. If I was a movie star, my name would be Chris. Toucher. And my name will be Jackie Hand. Well, guess what? You're about to star in a franchise called Touch Hour. Sounds like softcore porn. It's hardcore. I don't know if I know what we're talking about. Do well, you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Can't see your mouth. Oh, yeah, that, that's right, my bad. Did you just want to leave that nigga a message or something? Because cause he not here, bro. Yeah, just, uh, just uh, tell, tell him I did some uh, evil shit or something and, and just to hit me back. Okay, what, what kind of evil shit? Shit, I, I don't know, bro. Just t tell him some, some shit I did. Why do you gotta come up with it? Why you can't just come up with some oh, shit? Bitch, I'm, like, I'm, you I'm, I'm like not that? I've been, I've been stressed out. I'm stressed. You ain't my villain. You don't put in no fucking effort. Just tell my nigga I set the ocean on fire or some bullshit. No, what? That shit sounds stupid as fuck, bro. Fuck. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> For the uh, gracious n bombs, mfers, and uh, listen, we black, so it's okay. <laughs> we gonna be cussing. We we gonna be cussing that from now on. I do not care. Yes, I'm cussing. I'm cussing. 
it's gonna be a lot of we the blackest black Puerto Rican podcast out there. Get ready, <laughs> get ready. Once we get to episode, we about to know as fuck. <laughs> I'm telling y'all now, if y'all sticking with us past episode fifty-two, season Period. two of Life Friends. Bigger, blacker. Yes. I'm not holding back no more. I am not. I have been nice. I, I look. This was just a a, a sousson, a, a taste of not a sousson. Get ready. Get ready. Anyway, I am your gracious host Antonio Augusto. This is the Life Rants podcast. And before my gracious, po- uh, my co-host mm-hmm. introduce himself. If you get in, into your feelings, if you got some sour attitude about life and how you handle things, then I'm going to tell you right now, this is not, not the podcast for Big dot, big you. dot. <laughs> look, I'm here. So you, We're here. You know, oh, look, you said nothing but a word. Look, what's going on, my beautiful people? And how are y'all doing this evening? Or should I say my beautiful homo superiors, as I say? Um, it is a lovely week. Um, I'm ready because we're, we're, we're going to get into some things and some stuff and some stuff and some things today. This is the, this is the podcast I've been waiting for, y'all. Y'all don't even know. Um, <sighs> all things. Yeah, let's just get into it. I, I, I'm just, I have so many thoughts. And you know, Listen. okay, so one one yeah, serious go. thing, of course, that we have to do, but one serious thing we have to do, okay, um, as as if if because now we got international listeners, so I need to say it like this if you're paying attention to what's happening in Hawaii, so I've been kind of keeping up with the story, and it, yeah, you gotta let me know that is gonna be another, yeah, you gotta let me know what's going huh? on with that because I was like, I'm not, I'm not up to date on it. Oh, okay, so. Okay, so the gist of it is there was a fire, a huge fire. Oh, okay, yeah, towns. yeah, yeah. Um, the accounts I'm hearing via TikTok, it is a lot mm, worse. Really? So that said, normally we would say um, support your local comic stores and toy stores and whatnot. That's what we normally say, right? In this case, today, if you see it on TikTok, make sure the guy or gal is legit. Support the people in Hawaii. I, I, I can't remember the town right now. I think it starts with a now. I don't want to butcher it because I don't want to be blatantly disrespectful. But please, please support what's going on in Hawaii. I will preface this by saying, don't go, donate to the Red Cross, all the big organizations, you want to make sure that if anybody has like a GoFundMe or PayPal or Venmo that, you know, you get in touch with that person and you do it mm-hmm. directly because these big organizations kind of yep. hold things up. As we saw in Hurricane Maria, it was a hot mess express. So I don't want to see a replay of that, but it's bad, period. Like it's just it's just it's not a great situation. So please support our island brothers and sisters. Please do that. And that said, all right, let's do this.
but Yeah, go support that movie because already people are just on that BS. Oh, oh, Flash was better. Let me, let me, let me, let me, because I'm, I'm angry today. Let me get this off my chest right now. My Latin brothers, my Latin sisters, anybody that likes a comic book, go see this movie. Just go see this movie. You don't, you don't need to know nothing going in. Nothing. You don't got to read a book. Nothing. Go see this movie. Because I am sick and tired of Snyder people. Oh, Flash was better. You know what? Fuck you. Shut your face. Go see this movie. Like that, this is... No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good, bro. You're good. Actually, actually, real quick, real quick, uh, on my personal view, and I kind of want to talk about S Stephen Amell real quick. Okay, so I'm gonna be honest. When, when, when it first, like you know, started happening, I was very ignorant. I didn't know, you know, like what was going on. I'm like, in my mind, I go. It was like a bunch of rich people getting money. Then, 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 you know, me and my wife were just paying attention to the accounts. Like, uh, the perfect example was this was, um, the guy that wrote the daredevil episode for She-Hulk. His check was $3. His royalty check was $3. And I'm in my mind, I'm going, there's no, no way. There's no way. 
and then I heard Orville stories, like artists that I, I love and respect. And I go, what? There's just, wow. Like I, this was, you know, cause no one really pay attention to pay attention to Hollywood like that. Like you have to really know the inner workings and you know, like I was real ignorant, but now in my mind, if they're entertaining us and giving us a good show, pay them their money. Pay them their money. This is not rocket science. Now, I I know that's not exactly what, okay, the gist of what he said was basically, I don't support the strike. Now, I'm almost certain now that his, his words were misconstrued, and I wish I had the thing, but boy, that picture with him, oh, did you? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hold on. All right. Yeah, but um, this whole Stephen Amell thing, I was like, you should you should definitely know better than, than this. Like, I feel like he... It, yeah, it, it was a real spit in the face to the people who helped you get there and to the writers, especially someone like me who's been an avid lover of Arrow and all the other things that he's done. I feel like that was just like, wow, bro. Like, I, I just didn't expect this from you. Like, in the words of Tyra Banks, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And I just, I'm, mm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But I'm also mad because you know better than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have anything else to say about this? No, I just want to know what was said to him because literally you see him with the picture right. thing. I need to know the 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 his um agent was like, "Yes, you don't get your motherfucking shit right. together. Get it together." Like he probably texted him. Why would you? He, he, like you, he got a text and then he got oh yeah. Off. Like you need to get on that picket line today right that's what you get for talking Look, exactly shit. that's what you get for because people gonna side eye you like the next studio the next um the next like stage you're on um or set you're on people are gonna side eye you like oh you didn't stand by us when we when we did this and like his his manager probably texts him like bruh the fuck <laughs> like <laughs> like what you what you doing what you doing bro like it was it that's it's wild to me that you you would say that on in front of uh, people <laughs> like it's, it's one thing to think it and like to just you know be like oh hey you know they they being over exaggerating exaggerated or whatever but and you know he also has the luxury of saying that because he is like you know the arrow catapulted him into another category so he's making money now so like you know he probably thought uh maybe he didn't have all the information he thought oh this is just the big actors trying to get more money but also do your research because this involves your community so like you know just maybe it's me maybe it's maybelline but you know do your research <laughs> um but yeah um until you should have been talking you should, shit. You shouldn't have been talking. Like, you know what? This that's one of those things, like, you know, everybody has one of those thoughts that you just like, I should just keep this to myself. That should that was one of those thoughts that you should have just should have been like, you know what? Let me this ain't my this ain't my my cross to bear. Let me just back up. This ain't my testimony. But um, yeah, he now he in there. Now he's stuck, he's stuck wearing these um he's stuck wearing these jellies now, and he um he gonna have to sit there with it because we can't do that for you. But um other than that, what what else do we have here in the in the news? We have a we have a preview of Loki uh, season two. Did you see it? Oh no! <laughs> have you not seen it yet? I, I did, but it's just kind of like I gotta be, be real. Okay. So I tell you something. It's not that mm -hmm. I don't want to see it. I'm burnt out with episodic TV. Huh. Okay. Okay. You know, I, so, so I, you know, I told you I finished watching The okay. Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And I, then I watched this show called Big Love. Okay. Damn, I heard of that, I think. Yeah. Big, so I'll tell you what it is. Big Love is about this polygamist who's essentially trying to keep his family together oh no <laughs> i know I, how this sounds. i know how this sounds people <laughs> but, 
it but the show is really mm-hmm. good really re- well okay. written like i would like we me and the missus we went through all right. five seasons in about maybe mm. a month maybe a month and i go i don't know if i want disney tv anymore. Ooh, that is an opinion mm. It is. I just, I just want really, really good TV. I I need to be engaged from, from. I feel it. I feel that. And I, I still haven't really healed from the Flash. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm gonna keep coming back to that. So then, there's this other show that my girl put me onto right now. That's called um, uh, it's this Netflix show. It's about this uh. About this thick girl who's dating around. Survival of the thickest. She's just, she's just, uh, I, I have it on my yes, list, and I'm, I was yes. gonna watch it today. Oh yeah. I watched like a clip, like a couple mm-hmm. clips of it. Actually, no, we watched the whole episode mm-hmm. together. It's actually good. I'm like, I already knew it was because I love her. I guess I'm watching this. Right. <laughs> I, I guess I'm watching this. So, um, I just, I did see the trailer. I gotta be honest, man. There was not really mm-hmm. much that I'm excited for. I got you, and I feel that because I mean, well, to be honest, it's not going to be a lot of stuff coming out recent now because of the whole strike, and that's going to be strike, that's yeah. going to be a real. It's going to be a hard time for television this coming up. This like these next few months um, coming through, but also, yeah, um, I I honestly I look here. I'm I'm craving. I'm fiending. For more Marvel, uh, Marvel content. To be honest, it has been many a moon, and I'm just like, oh, I need it. Like, cause while everybody was talking about, oh, there's no like they doing too much. Marvel is putting out too much stuff. Fuck you, whoever thought that, because I need that in my life. Like, um, when when it was when it was literally as soon as a show ended, another show began. I inject that right into my veins. I was like, at right after Wandavision, we got something else. Um, you got um was it falcon and the winter soldier then we got um that and like it just kept coming out and i was just like this is what i need in my life um but yeah i miss i miss marvel tv and i ain't gonna hold you i need i need them to hurry up and come up with that because this it looks like it's gonna be good and yeah and i feel like loki is kind of loki is kind of like a mm, i feel like he's the back template like the background what's going on in the background with the multiversal stuff especially like you know mm-hmm. with everything that's going on with them like i feel like he's the one well that show started the whole like first of all they brought tva into it and now the tva is being used not only into the shows and the movies but also into the comics like they're bringing up the tva in the actual comics now and i'm like that's crazy like you know that they're getting you know the sign the love that they're supposed to be getting um but other than that i'm ready i'm ready for them to come out with that um in other news, I think that DC uh, DC in, is coming out with a new comic series that's going to star um, a Flash comic series that's going to star Kid Flash, Wallace West, and um, the Chinese um, oh, um, Flash. Avery. Yes, Avery, Avery Ho. Ho. That's it exactly. And I'm I'm I, that looks that looks good actually because I'm just starting to read the um, that DC Power um, issue and I I loved his little um, his little story and it is it looks really good. Um, but oh, yes, with Aqualad, it was. Where they're ragging yes. on each other. Yes, I. When I tell you, I felt I was like, oh, this content. I was like, this. The dialogue was so. 
it was so black. I loved it. Like I was just like, this is this is amazing. I was like, this is this is how I knew. I, and and some of the art writers in it were are people that I actually love and I follow. Um, like Evan Narcisse, Stephanie Williams, who was a goddess to me. She is making. She is just a. She's a rising star. Um, but like all those things. Um, other than that, I think that's about it on my news cap. Um, you got anything else to put in there? Actually, uh, since we're here in DC. I haven't read anything in DC after, I guess, Nightwing. Oh, okay. It's because I dropped it because, like, this story was going way too yeah. long. Like, the Titans against the Devil. I'm like, yeah. and then it went into uh, what's that story called? Uh, Night Terrors, which the whole line went just Night Terrors for two months. I'm like, you know, a lot. While I've heard good thing about right. these books, it's a lot. This is a nice reset to read old right. stories, and that's what I'm doing. Okay, right I feel that. Like, uh, I, I just bought the uh, Mafex Steel mm-hmm. action figure, so it was nice to go back and read that. Uh, read got those, you. Uh, read those stories, and then I got this guy, the man with the perfect. Oh look. yeah, that's America's real ass right there, y'all. <laughs> And uh, I got that figure, and it's been mm. nice. And I miss old DC, yeah, but I, I, I realized that as I'm getting older, that um, some things are just not going to be for I me. feel that. And I I was definitely, I'm definitely on that side, because DC, I'm not going to lie, DC is doing a lot with it. They're trying to do too much where they're trying they're trying to revamp themselves and like get into the new era, but also they're doing too much with their sagas. Like I feel like they need to space out their their story their big story arcs cuz we just got done with Lazarus Planet. Like let's be real, we just got done with Lazarus Planet it's like a couple yeah, months ago. Like and then done. we go straight into um Knights of Terror, like Knights Terror. Like and I'm like that's a lot. Like I feel like we should at least and like I feel like Knights of Terror, Knights of Terror um or Knights of Terror whatever it's called. Doesn't it go into um the Sandman stuff? I feel like it looks more like Sandmanish. It reminds me of that. Um I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read it eventually. I don't I'm gonna so. I'm gonna find it. I don't know Um I cuz I cuz I started reading um because since I've been at work, I've been reading like more like paper, um, like reading my comics like paper instead of um, reading them digital and buying them. So like all the comics that I had um, from DC that I like haven't read because they were paper, I would I finally sat there and read and um, I read a Wonder Woman comic, amazing, and I it reignited my love for it. And honestly, um, book. Wonder book Woman seven ninety seven, uh, Goddess Mode, and it's when um, she's betrayed by. Oh, is it? It's when she got betrayed by Hera. Is it Tom King? Right, um, right no, now? it's um, Clooning. Something Clooning. I forgot. Becky. I Becky think so. Clooning? I think so. And okay. um, she's written Tim Drake. That's all I know. Okay. I okay. Yeah. 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 She did. She did. And um, yeah. I I love the I love that little run that she's doing. Yeah, it is Becky Cl- Cl- um Clooning and. Clooney or, or whatever. Oh, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, baby. Um, but yeah, like um, it was it was really good. And the first of all, they like they star um in that issue starred three black Amazons, Nubia, Philippus, and Faruka. And I was like, oh, this is dope. But like honestly, like that whole premise of the Lazarus Planet, I want to read it because like the gods, like you know, attacking the humans because of their like you know, 
because they don't believe anymore. So I'm like, that's a that's a smart premise. And I was like, I would actually love to read that. And I would love to do a story about that. Like, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I've been reading that. And um, another comic that we uh, that I've been reading um, is City Boy. Um, for those who don't know what City Boy is, it is a it is a new um, flagship. So it's under a flagship called We Are Legends. And We Are Legends um, was inspired actually by Milestone. Um, we Are Legends is a is a flagship under DC that's prime that is only well not only but yeah it is only um, Asian Asian writers illustrators and you know all of that and it's like it they follow under like the milestone thing and I love that they were inspired by milestone because you know milestone is one of the is the big is the one of the biggest and blackest like comic book writers and. I love that the um that the Asians have like Asian um and South Pacific Asian um have that like outlet to do it and City Boy is such an amazing um book. It's his powers are so unique to where he is he connects to cities. Uh, he has like a, a city symbiosis where he can talk to the city and like the city talks back to him. It kind of reminds me of Manifold's power from X Men where he talks to the universe, but he like lives in Metropolis and he talks to the city in that kind of way. And it's, it's a really good book. Um, I feel like we should, we should start doing that. We should start doing like little, like book suggestions every week. I feel like that should be a thing for us. Like we should just do like a, a random book. All we right. Read. So let's do them right now. Mm -hmm. Um, cause okay. So we're done with, DC. um, yeah. Okay. We're jumping in the Marvel. So let me recommend this book Dude. right now. If you haven't read the current run of Miles Morales, yes. Spider-Man, get on this book. It is good. Good. I, I, let me see. Let me do it in my, my, my New Yorker voice when I'm not trying. Yo, you need to get... I was like, it sounds more talking to Montana. <laughs> Like you need to get on this book. You need to sit down, have you a That's coffee, it. get you get get you a bagel, and you sit down and you read this book. It's Real talk. good. It's good. You know what? <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> From literally the last issue, him fighting the hobgoblin. Mm -hmm. I don't know the artist's name, and now I'm gonna go look it up. It looks like a straight anime I fight. I need to start reading that more. Here, you know what? You know what? Let me let me get the writer. Let me, you know what? Because I could just look. I got right you. Now. You want me to do my? Uh, so give me thirty seconds. I got you. Give me thirty. Um, seconds. I think yeah, the yeah, book yeah, I would I, I would just do my little my little book. I feel like the book I would suggest is City Boy. City Boy is a really good book. Um, for DC for Marvel, of course, it's gonna be. Ooh, what is a good Marvel book? Because I I would just be like anything X Men is amazing right now. Um, but. Yeah, um damn, let me think. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be X-Men. The X-Men are um the X-Men book are, is kind of dope and amazing. And I would just suggest it to anybody because it's it's they're they're taking them in a whole new direction. And I just love that shit, y'all. I just love it. Okay. <laughs> Who's the illustrator? I, I got it. I got it. Okay, so Co Cody Ziegler is the writer. Okay. So he's got two artists. Oh, I know it's Cody Federico Vin uh Yeah, yeah. Vin uh Federico Vincentini, <laughs> if I butcher it, I'm sorry. And Federico Sabatini. These guys are perfect for Miles. 
Miles is it, you can make Miles a, a shonen character and it'd be perfect for this world. It's high drama, it's high action, it's perfect. Marvel keep this writer on this book as long as possible. Okay. It's that okay. Good. It's that good. Um, my second because I you're really gonna take over X Men, okay. so let me just run run through. Uh, I, I I dropped Amazing Spider-Man because it's practically unreadable <laughs> now. I don't know what Marvel was doing, and kind yeah. of frankly, if I'm gonna pay five dollars for Uttercraft, that's I'm real. Not pick it up. I'm just bailing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna just not do it. Uh, Avengers. Avengers by Jed McKay. Oh, is it good? I don't know his artist. It's damn good. Okay, good. it's legit good. It's that makes me feel so good. good. We're I think four or five yeah. issues in. I like the rock. Yeah, it's Captain Marvel. It's Sam. It's Black Panther. It's Thor, Vision, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, yes. and Iron Man. That is a that is a stacked. OG squad right, right. there. Man. They are stacked, and I kind of love it. I've only read like literally the first. And then issue, like they're dealing page. with like a multiverse shenanigan. They're fighting this um. They're fighting this uh, group called the Ashen yeah. Coven, which sounds like a great rock name. It does, but it's bugged. It out. does. God, I will go read. <laughs> it's bugged out, but that is another book uh, I'm reading. And then finally, um, because I'm going to take a break from talking, <laughs> Daredevils by Chip Sadarsky. Yeah. Chip Sadarsky, because I always butcher the name. Yeah. They finished their run this week. I, I thought I wasn't going to like it at first. Oh, no. Chip did his thing. But it's actually a nice cap to the That's book. good. Because it, it pick, the book pick up from from issue, I think it's 4K. So from issue 13, it picks up six months later. Mm, okay. And Electra's still there. Yes. that's You know what? That's the only reason I bought the book. I'm not even going to hold you. That's the only reason I bought that first book um, of it, like issue 24 or 25. She is, if you have not read this run, you're doing yourself yes. a disservice. It's I need good. to finish that. You have to pick up from the previous Chip Sadarsky mm-hmm. run. He ran it for 30, I think it's 33 issues, and then this run. Oh, wait. He's doing, okay, so he's doing, he did that issue, but he's also doing the current run as well. I didn't know that. I love that, and it's very rare yeah, that you correct. get to see um, writers go into like a from this run to a next run of the next of the comic. Usually, they always switch out the writers, but I I love that because they see because they understood because Chip Sadarsky he understood the assignment, which he usually always does. Like most things that he writes is amazing. If you wanna, if you wanna know how good it is, he is, he writes Spider Man better than the current. <laughs> Period. Yeah, and that's and you know what that makes my ass itch because I love uh, I love Zeb Wells and I was like you know better than that. Wait a minute, did what did you say? Zeb Wells, I love him. Like Zeb Wells is an amazing writer. Look, d- don't let the, okay y'all don't let this this um run of uh, Spider Man deter y'all from Ze- um from Zeb Wells's writing. He is a great writer. He knows how. Like he did a run of X Factor, I believe, and he does a lot of other things. He writes very good stuff. And no, I'm sorry. He did Hellions. Um, the recent um thing of Hellions, like in uh, 2020, or I believe, that was a, an amazing run. Um, but he just 
like I don't know. He just he didn't understand the assignment with um with them, and cause he just he it's it was it's misery porn at this point, and we all we all know what it is. Yeah. We all know what it is. Um, but yeah, Chip Zdarsky, I I I love his writing. Like he 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 writes he writes both Daredevil and um and Elektra very well, and I I, I can't wait to see what he does with them. Um, yeah, and. I, you know what? I found a book. I know a book that I can I can suggest for Marvel. For those who like it, watch. It. Uh, well, for people who like magic and shit, and who like Scarlet Witch, I would suggest reading the Scarlet Witch run. Um, the Scarlet Witch run is really good. It is actually, oh, that's right. yeah, it is really good. Um, especially since like she is already a big character who is also very OP powerful, and the the way that they find things to. The way they find, you know, villains and problems for her to solve that only she can solve, I was like, this is such a smart thing to do. And um, it's written so beautiful. Like she she hasn't been written this well in a while. I can't even hold you. And I'm I'm very much loving the direction that they're taking her in. Um, and of course, like for those who don't know, they um it's written by, I believe, um, Steve Orlando. Yes. And I yeah, I, I love yeah. Steve Orlando. Um, he didn't. He he did a lot with the whole Marauders. His run of Marauders. It was a lot, but um, it was still good. So you know, um, but yeah, that's that's my that's my take. Um, we we you ready to get into it, or are, are we are we going? We got something else to say. Oh, uh, let's see. Anything else we want right? to say? We probably gonna think about it after the after the show is over. We like, oh fuck. I. I think we're good okay yeah we're good so so people i'm gonna just sit back all right i was like let me know because i was like you read it too so you know the feedback um so ladies and gentlemen we are about to talk about something that i've been waiting to talk about for a minute um i actually did um i actually did um a podcast with joe of x um his podcast with joe of x um and his co-host meg who is also hellfire trading company on 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 tiktok um we're here we're going to talk about it's called Kokoa tonight y'all should check it out but also we're going to talk about the hellfire gala and um i've been waiting to talk about the hellfire gala i've been saving my best uh comments for this <laughs> um so for those who have been i guess living under a rock the the x-men and mutants as a whole have been in a, a whole nother has been set to a new plateau they no longer live in the world of man. They have their own nation called Krakoa, and Krakoa is now the mutant nation state where they handle their own problems. They do their own stuff, um, and it's been a beautiful thing, especially being a minority and seeing you know these you know this minority group in Marvel come together as a whole, like good evil, good mutants, evil mutants, and all in between. They have all decided, hey, we're going to come together and we're going to make this land. And they have just been on a rise since 2000, uh, since 2019, I guess. Um, but a big thing that they've been doing is they've been doing the Hellfire Gala, which has been on their third year running. And it's very rare that you get a an event that's not like a worldwide event, like an actual event that goes throughout Marvel. But this event is... it spans throughout the whole um it spans throughout every year and it's a it's an annual thing that people look forward to it's like the think of the met met um met gala but also uh states dinner um like for the for their nation and um every year we get the looks 
the everything, but there's always a drama drama that comes with it. And boy, my Lord in Christ in heaven, they had a lot going against them this year. So the Hellfire Gala is of this year is an amazing um thing because every year we get to vote for who we want to be on the team. At least one we get to pick one um person that we want on the team. And we God, we got it. Um I don't even know where to begin with this. Well, we're just gonna go into it. Um first and foremost, I they go into Miss Marvel. They end they cut um how do I put it? They go straight into Miss Marvel. As all of y'all, all of us know, Miss Marvel tragically died in Spider Man um, issue 26, 27, no, 25, 25, 25. You're right. No, um, 25. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he, she, uh, she died in Marvel um, um, in, in 25. But, and, you know, y'all already know my thoughts about that. So we ain't got to go into it. But the first part of this book, they bring Miss Marvel back to life and they bring Kamala in. What's up? To, to to those that are wondering, we do have thoughts <laughs> on the matter. To just to remind y'all what we said ultimately and giving Aaron a catch the yeah, Okay. Stuff. Book sucks. Yeah. Book I didn't even sucks. read it. Just 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 a friendly reminder that amazing Spider Man sucks. Right. Okay, I didn't, I'm no, you good, because I didn't even gonna hold you. As soon as I read that, as soon as I as soon as I, I heard about it, I was like, Oh no, I'm done. You don't gotta you don't gotta tell me no more. I ain't gonna read nothing else. Cause Y'all just y'all y'all let this brown this brown girl die for this white man. I just I just don't I, it just doesn't sit well with me. Um, but they bring her back in um in the first few pages of the Hellfire Gala, and right out the gate they explain that she is both mutant and inhuman, and she the way they explain her her power set why why her powers haven't manifested as of right now. Um, it's due to the fact that she became an inhuman before she became a mutant. So they believe that the Terrigen Mist uh, kind of inhibited her powers as a actual mutant. So they don't know what her mutant power can be or will be. Um, they, but they say eventually, you know, she will probably mani- uh, manifest it. So that was a that was a good thing to bring out right out the gate because I was just like I don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna do it. But Cyclops, of course, being her best friend from one of her friends from. Um, from the champions which you know that is another book i heavily suggest reading um right <laughs> uh but yeah um he decided to like put it use his like power his swing to like push her up the queue and right out the gate they try to convince her or emma frost specifically tries to convince her to come out as a mutant and let the world know Especially due to what's going on in the in the Krakoan world, in the mutant world. Um, and for those who don't know, um, for the past few years, Orcus has been Orcus is a is a company who well, uh, I guess an underground. Think of Shield, but evil. Think of Hydra, but for mutants. <laughs> um, they have been systematically working behind the scenes in a lot of different mutant books, um, and they they've kind of gotten back to basics with it. Um, they've been working behind the scenes and have been throwing little Easter eggs in the books for the past like three years of what's to come, and they finally implemented it at the Hellfire Gala. That's and I think that's one of the things that I kind of love about this this era of X Men. They've kind of gone back to basics to where they you they're very strong at the long con. 
Um, there are little things that happened like last year in the Hellfire Gala, there was a moment where Dr. Stasis literally go sneaks into one of their medicine bays, uh, medicine facilities and actually like can take control of it, but they never say what else, or what else happens after that. We had to wait a whole year to figure out what's going on. And like the, the way that they're written is so amazing. Now I'm not going to, um, so let's just, let's get into it. Uh, while, before I, <laughs> before I like, my mind is so frazzled right now. I'm like, I don't know where to begin, where to start. Let's do it. Um, so we get into uh, Emma Frost trying to convince Marvel, Miss Marvel to actually come out as a mutant, but she's not ready for that. And to be honest, as someone who's had a gay brother, and she has a gay brother, you should know better than to just try to force someone to out themselves before they're ready. Like she just, she literally just found out she was a mutant as she's being resurrected from a, a an egg, a mutant egg, a resurrection egg. Um, one of the things I do love that they clothed her, um, especially you know being a uh, <clears throat> sorry, ooh, excuse me, especially being a, a a Muslim girl. Like I'm, I'm glad that you know because usually we get the whole you know they come out of the egg naked, but they show her coming out of the egg, but they sh- they put a robe on her, and I I love that they get that they give her that modesty. I wish the robe wasn't that short, but you know what, we we can only ask for but so much, right? I like, but honestly, it was it was a very it was tasteful that they at least put clothes on her. Um, but we get into, we go into it with her like origin being explained and that one day she is like, she will manifest her power. Um, and I'm glad that, and somehow Cerebro knew, uh, nobody knew it except for Cerebro. Cerebro already had her in a backup. It was already backing her up. And I, I love that fact. Um, the looks, let's get into the looks are amazing. Every year they always come out and step out. Um, my my look for this year is always go, is going to be Rasputin four, uh, which we will also get into. Um, this year, we kind of get a lot of different things happening, especially with Gene and Scott. Gene uh, and Scott, who have been who were the ones who suggested that the X Men do a un, um a squad for humans and mutants, they decided this year. Uh, um, Professor Krakoa. Yes, Professor Krakoa. yes, sir. Um, uh, I got a question. Um, aren't Gene and Scott kind of beefing at the They moment? are. That's exactly what I was about to get into. Yep, yep, yep. They are. Car- <laughs> oh, 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 real quick, real quick. Because TikTok sent me a thing. We can upload the podcast on TikTok now. Say less. <laughs> I'm already on say episode 36. Le- oh, you already been working on Okay. All right. All right, look, say less. Okay, all right. Cool. <laughs> Rick James. Cute, 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 cute. Okay. Carry on, carry on. Um, Jesus, all right, that excited me. Um, fuck, where was I? Okay, Gene and Scott. Um, so Gene and Scott, for those who haven't known, have been going, have been on the rocks for a, a while now, just because Scott had um has been wanting to you know unalive and kill the the brood, like do a full genocide on the brood. Which I get. The brood are a parasitic, you know, race who literally go in and like uh, burrow their way into people's stomachs and like you know have their babies like you know they're they're evil but also not all of them are and gene is like we shouldn't destroy all of them it's only a few of them that are making the problem and he kind of she kind of um points out that he has a way of human thinking he's still thinking like a human 
And even though he is like pro mutant, like we've seen for the past like over 10 years that Cyclops has been very pro mutant and he's very little like to do with the humans, but he still has a way of thinking in a human way. And one of the big arguments was the fact that um, she, uh, she, um, Jean explains that Cyclops is a great captain of Krakoa because he thinks like them. And he says, thank you. But she said, that's not a good thing. She said, we are not like them and you need to understand that, you know, we we can't be like them because they don't want us to be like them as well. And we shouldn't have to. And the fact that Gene says this is kind of wild because I was like, Gene has always been a staunch, like, I feel like of, of all of her, of all of ex, Xavier's students, she's the one who personifies his dream. What's up? Okay, so I'm going to slightly defense... Uh, Cyclops a little bit. I wouldn't want to go to um Araco. Oh yeah, that. I wouldn't want to go to you with my walling ass cousins. No, fam. I'll be real. Mofo's be trying to kill themselves every day. No, I ain't gonna hold you. No, my 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 happily ruby quartz behind will stay on Earth and protect Earth. Yeah, yeah, you and my yeah my you Gene and my cousins go on Araco. And go act the right. fool. Go hang out with your sister with a crazy. What? No. Look, and yeah, for the right for those who don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene was also um, Gene also helped create um, Araco with the rest of the mutants. Um, but and she asked him straight up, "Why haven't you come into Araco?" Which I get, but he also made a point to where you know that's going to give the humans a reason to exile us, to want to put to give us somewhere else to go. And I, I can't lie, he he does have a point to that extent, but also it's a homeworld for mutants. Like, you would think that that would be something that you would want. And I understand, let's be honest, I'm going to be completely real. His white ass do not need to go to Araco. He would, I don't think he would, he would know what to do in Araco. I feel like Jean would be like Storm in the fact that she would try to immerse herself in their culture. Like, I feel like she would try to, you know, understand their, like, you know, their codes and their moral code and everything and try to like go into it she wouldn't fall into especially the the fact of like the fighting and killing thing but i feel like she would if she like you know eventually (laughs) like but um i feel like madeline will be better on arako than she would though i feel like uh, madeline would be amazing on arako to be honest um but yeah like um they they make a point to that to that extent and then that brings a that brings attention with them and she says that she's going to be leaving the x-men and she said this hasn't changed her opinion but if you decide that you want to still talk after that or not just let me know and she goes away and i'm like oh she's like she's like look i'm gonna be all right you just let me know what you think because i still got a backup man waiting for me like wolverine is still at the house waiting for me so you just let me know what you go what you decide and i'm gonna be cool um but yeah, like, real, mm-hmm. wait, 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 real mm-hmm. quick, real quick. Speaking of our our favorite uh, stabby yep. claw mutant, did you read this? Yes. Book? Yes. What? I think you would. If you haven't, that ending kind of was trash. Um, issue thirty five. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't an ending, but yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was a it was a smart it was a smart choice. Like it was like a like a like a lackluster ending. I can see I can see that a little bit, but I, I think it was I think it was a good ending to open him up for more more things later on though. Like I, I especially with the whole thing, like you know I'm be I'll be here whenever you guys need me, but I'm done with Kukoa. I completely got it 
like especially like being that the whole especially after what beast did to him and um for the yeah for, side note yeah. for those who don't know beast uh, long story short beast ended up taking um I'm mean, Wolverine didn't agree with what beast was doing in X-Force so beast um and Wolverine decided to leave beast said no we ain't having that he took him killed him and then resurrected him but put a collar on him to control him and basically made him go out and do like little like clandestine missions to go like you know kill these government officials and all this other stuff to like protect the sanctity of Krakoa and he did that for months for months and nobody knew about it he told um hope he told hope in the five to tell gene that he's won't that wolverine won't be coming home everything like and he just basically controlled him into the point where eventually he got out but that left a stain in his mouth because now the quiet council was like we're going to leave beast to his devices so we won't but we're and publicly will we're denounce him but let him do what he's doing i was like that's a choice um but yeah like they go into it like that um and other things that's going on destiny and mystique are at odds now my favorite by um chaotic lesbian couple is just going through it as well because destiny has been holding everything back from her um from mystique she she was also complicit in the sins of sinister and she knew that she knew that this that what was going to happen, but she also knew that that was the only future in which Mystique had the longest to live. So she decided to go along with Sins of Sinister and in in his plans, and that left a nasty taste in Mystique's mouth because she's like, "You should, you, I, you have the choice of t- you have to tell me that should be my choice whether I live or die." Um, but yeah, like a lot of things are going on with them, but we get this beautiful moment um, in the Hellfire Gala with the comic uh, with Miss Mar- Marvel and Xavier, which I absolutely loved. And it kind of just gave me a, it gave me a very, this is who professor Xavier is. It, it reminded me that professor Xavier was a good guy. Like um, he explains to her, like, look, you don't have to come out when you, you come out when you're ready. You don't like you, we don't, you don't work on anybody else's time. And but they um he says that we had hoped that you would um we had hoped that you would announce your mix uh, your mixed heritage, um and it's not just that we um we will be proud to have you among us but that we might help change the minds of those who fear us, and um and he just allowed her to yeah. Ooh. I'll give you a quick break. I love yes. that scene because you said it best. When you're ready. yes. You need a Miss Marvel. Very much so. You need somebody happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. but ready to throw down with the right. If if the proverbial shit hits exactly, the you I'm like like I know that I I told you this was kind of coming mm-hmm. yeah because of the the MCU mm-hmm. shows, but the comics handle it a lot yes. better. And so what you so. what you what. I, one thing I don't know if you talked about it yet, because you know I'm in and out sometimes. <laughs> De- because of her being an inhuman and being exposed yep. to the Terrigen mm-hmm. Mist, you don't know what exactly what her right. power is. Right, and that's one of those things I'm excited about. So now, so now I'm a little curious on what's your actual power. Yes. I feel like it's gonna be that light ship. Cause now, I, like I'm, I'm, I feel, I and we haven't got a champions reunion either, because I don't know, like it hasn't been addressed since she died. Thank like you. I want Miles to punch Pete in right. his face. 
But now they kind of erased it. So Maslow doesn't even know she died. Thank you. Like, and that's one of those things I wanted. I, I, and that's the reason I always hated the fact that she died in Spider-Man because like, I don't know if I like. I don't know if I've said it before on here, but like, I feel like well, I've said it before on here about um, her dying in Miles' book. It would have been such a smart choice for her to die for Miles, and that would have opened it. That would have opened his story up to so many other things. Like, especially that could have been a canon event for him, to be honest. Like, especially because you know everybody has that one per. Every Spider Man has that one person who ends up dying for them or dying because of them, and they feel guilty about it. That would have been a great moment for him to like to have to. <clears throat> to have her die and him have to sit with that and have to live with that for a little bit and not know that she was alive yet and like him having to go on like a bit of a have him go on a darker a darker path like how like Pete went with his little with his black Spider-Man um suit. I feel like that would have been a great moment for us to get Miles being that guy to like have to go through losing one of his best friends and go into like a whole darker arc uh, that would have been an amazing moment for him and i feel like they missed an opportunity to do so um but yeah like i feel like that was a i i love the way they explained that how her how her mutant power is inhibited because of the um the mutant terrigen mist and they also explained that they don't know what would have happened if her mutant power manifested before the terrigen mist had hit and I, I love that they they kind of explained that like it, it would kind of would have been either or and we don't know what would have happened to you it would either you know you would have you know also turned into a, a inhuman but also a mutant or you would have died like you know the other people because he also um one of the other things i love that they explain is um let me i'll, I'll read that part it says um you're lucky that cerebro correctly identified you at all the mist has always had a negative effect on mutant physiology rogue is one of our most powerful mutants but she's extremely vulnerable to the mist and was nearly killed by it uh, there's no telling what would have happened if your x gene had expressed itself and you became inhuman later you, we posit that your mutant gift never emerged after being um, suppressed by your inhuman one we can help you with that and unlock your mutant potential i thought that was such a smart choice especially bringing up the the rogue part of it because rogue is one of their most powerful mutants she still has the strength of uh miss marvel of captain marvel who is one of the most powerful people in the world and i love that while also seeing how terry um giving us a whole you know uh a throwback to event uh inhumans versus x-men but also reminding us that rogue got really messed up by that um by that terrigen miss and she almost died because of it um, I love that they kind of remind us of that, but they also kind of give Rogue a kryptonite, if you will. I feel like that was a that was a smart kind of choice to be like, oh yeah, but this is her kryptonite kind of <laughs> as well. And um, yeah, it just reminded me like this is who Professor Xavier is as like to his core, and like I find and we finally get that soft moment of him not just being like, oh, I have to do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. We kind of just get a moment to sit with him. And just being that guy. And this is the last moment oh. of the nice CDs in this. <laughs> right. That part. So. That part. <laughs> um, This moment in the book was the nicest the part of yes. the book. The last light moment. <laughs> Everything else. Tragedy. Is messy. Mayhem. Right. AF. But for time, 
We can do right. Everything. Exactly. Exactly. But but give give the main points because I do want to talk about X Men twenty five a little. Bit. Oh yeah, we will get into that. We definitely will get into that because I I love that issue. Yeah okay. yeah. But just yeah, get I'm into going... the because we went on went, went too long. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm mean, so I'm gonna speed just, this up. I got you. I got you. Um. I did um the the last thing I want to bring up about Miss Marvel is I love the fact that Rasputin Four also um knows Miss Marvel as um a, she's one of her heroes like Rasputin Four is from the future of Sins of Sinister and she managed to find her way here for those who don't know but the fact that she um acknowledges her as one of a, as one of the great heroes um and she also she also says something in it that is really important she says um what is it she said the great X removed the great X removed cerebro and gazed upon you with his clear blue eyes that must mean um you must be an important you must be a mutant of tremendous importance i thought that was an amazing moment because we do rarely get to see him with his um helmet off but when he does take his helmet off you can tell that there's a softer moment and there's an actual conversation that's going to be had and i love the fact that they kind of had that moment i love that Rasputin team four um jerry duggan also explains uh, says that um Rasputin team four and miss marvel will actually be like real close in the um in the next up- incoming x-men comic so i'm really excited to see you about that um in this, we also get a moment from Gods, um, the new comic that's coming out by Jonathan Hickman, um, and we get to see when one of the gods from it, and that moment was a really good moment uh, with him and Magic, because Magic obviously knows him from somewhere, I guess, from the magical community, but he um, makes his point to be like, um, there's a story going around about the beginning days of, of, of the beginning days of your mute, great mutant experiment uh, of yours, and that um, that one that stood uh, stood at the top of the world and told a gathering of humans uh, that they were changing. And I love the fact that he's just like, he said that you have new gods now. And he's like, I work for the old gods. And I kind of can tell that that's going to lead into something else. Cause I kind of love the fact that they, he's a part of some kind of old, he's a part of the old, you know, God regime, I guess. And like, we can see that that's going to lead up to something. And I love the fact that we get that moment to really introduce ourselves to, to them. Um, we get beautiful moments with King Kingpin and um, in his girlfriend. What's his name? Oh, his wife. Sorry, um, Typho and Mary. Which, yeah, I did. And you know what? I was very skeptical about that, but also seeing them in this comic, I'm like, I get it. I thought it was just like a whole little, like maybe like a a, a marriage of convenience. But no, he actually loves her, and I kind of love that. Like, especially since she's like a schizophrenic and she has all these like you know multiple personalities. I love that they like they have this little like relationship but um right out the gate the the treehouse is being attacked so cyclops goes to help and see what's going on and right after that the avengers get called um to the or to the uh dc because captain krakoa quote unquote is uh attacking attacking the uh the government officials so all of them all the avengers leave to go see what's going on and rogue goes with them um, because she sees that even Steve Rogers, um, Steve Rogers puts out the call, and Steve Rogers never puts out that call, so he goes out. She goes out and help. But then we get to the vote. Um, first of all, Jean Grey looks stunning as always. Um, we get this beautiful moment um, when we get to see her talking about um, the the X Men and talking about the next generation of hero. Um, we're we're ready to let the next generation of heroes come up and step up. And we get this beautiful moment where she, they pass the torch on to sink and Talon as the new leaders of the X-Men while her and Scott step down. I love that moment. I was waiting for this moment for years because the second that sink has come out, um, came out of, um, 
his egg, I've been in love with him. Like I, I love his story. I love the his love story with him and Talon. It's amazing. Um, and I just, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, they um, pass it on to them, but they also vote for the new X-Men. And when I tell you, this is probably the best. When I tell you I saw this page and I screamed, I screamed, Antonio. Um, so for this page, um, for the... It's a good it's a squad, good squad. And not only a good squad. It's a, can can, yeah, I, can go I, ahead. I do it? Go ahead, can do, do it. Can I do it? Can I do it? Okay, so literally you have uh, Jaggernaut, Cannonball, Kenzie, yep. Sinkin yep, yep. Talon, Jubilee. Yep. I think no, that's um, Dazzler and Prodigy. Oh, God, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. All the people. That is a mix. All team. the people that we voted for, all the people that we had a choice to vote for for this year, we got them. And not only that, it is probably the most diverse team of X-Men that we have ever had on a roster together. <sighs> Until, like, I, I, like, I just, before I get into that. Can I do it? Before Can I, I do it? Yeah, Can I do before it? I let my boy go into that, I just want to say, <laughs> I was so happy to get this team. Also, Frenzy. Um, and, yeah, then, right, the, literally the next page, y'all. Go ahead, boy. Go ahead, my boy. Wait, go ahead, wait, do your wait, thing. Wait, I got a, I got a bit. I got a bit. <laughs> Nimrod is like, oh, yeah! Kills everybody. Right. And then with a punt, this this man had the nerve to come to drop in on them with a punt, literally saying like he comes out of the orbit, and Jubilee says, "Oh look, a shooting star," and it's Nimrod dropping down on them, and he literally says, "Sorry to drop in, bitch. I know you lying. Not with not you finna kill us all with a punt. I know you. Look, I was done. I was done. It just, whew, God." My man, my man Nimrod came in like the Kool Aid man. Like, <laughs> talk. He really low key did. Oh, he really low key did. Oh, and uh, and then Jagana did his thing yeah. for a little bit. Sage and uh, not Sage, uh, Sink and um, Talon yep. got away pretty much mm-hmm. okay. But but that's it. Cannibal yeah, man? that also, that also question me that also i was confused about oh and roberto doesn't Ooh. know about it yet, does he oh god i just roberto. realized that roberto because they're dealing with the craziness on uh yeah i don't think roberto he doesn't knows about it and yet. you know another thing that no that everybody else forgets so jubilee has this moment um she lives for a little bit but then you know of course nimrod stomps her have we all forgot that um Ju- jubilee has a child and now he's an orphan Shogo is an orphan Ooh. now, and we just and we just yeah. all forget about him because we don't know where he at. First of all, this man is somewhere on maybe on Krakoa, maybe not. But we just know that he is an orphan now, and we just gotta live with that. And like the and the and the book only gets worse from here, y'all. Um, so uh, magic tries to teleport everybody out, but she's been um, infected by Orcus's little um, nanite nano sentinels, and she can't use her mutant abilities. So she has to get out. Um, she has to, you know, try to work with Psylocke and try to help everybody out. Then we get this moment of Iceman fighting um, Nimrod, and we already see that Nim- Iceman has been on a on a on a on his on his bag like since um the creation of Morocco, and he's been feeling himself. And um, yeah, Nimrod kills the fuck out of him guys um it's pretty gruesome he like puts something in him that burns him from the inside out and literally melts him 
and all the ice out of him, which and his best friend Kitty and his boyfriend um, Romeo ends up seeing it. For those who don't, uh, for those who remember um, in Humans versus X Men, remember when um, young Bobby, young Iceman came to the, um, to the future, and he had an Inhuman boyfriend named Romeo. That is him. And Romeo has come from the uh, Romeo also had um, little adventures where he went to the past or whatever, and he like or I mean, we went through the time and whatever. He got sped up or whatever, and now he's the same age. I love it. Um, I love he's not with Christian anymore. I don't know why. I just I just didn't like him with Christian. But um, yeah, they end up unali- um killing uh, Bobby. Then we have this fa- beautiful fastball special with Gene and Juggernaut, where she like shoots him at Nimrod, and like they have this big old little fight, and then of course Nimrod ends up winning, and like it looks like Juggernaut's head is smashed in, but um, on Cerebral Cast, Jerry Duggan has. Hey, keep talking. I got I'll be right back. Um, in Cerebrocast, um, Jerry Duggan ha- um, says in his interview that um, what we did when we voted, what we really did was vote for who we don't want to die in the um, in this vote. So even though Juggernaut's head looks smashed in, he's not. He's he's alive somewhere, and he will be alive. Um, there's a. <laughs> then we get this wacky moment of the the sentinels coming through um we get this moment where people start um attacking where the sentinels come in and start attacking but also we get dr stasis and omega sentinel coming through the portal doing this little dance this little jig and she like omega sentinel like dips um dr stasis who is a clone of mr sinister for those who don't know and like he they go in all flamboyantly and they explain the plan of what's going on. He explains to the world that he explains to Xavier that he, that they have poisoned the drugs that the mutants have given to the humans freely. And that he has put a kill switch in them helped by MODOK or as they call him in here, Dr. MODOK. And they show it. And right at the hellfire gala, they show, um, they activate the kill switch and all the humans start attacking each other and harming each um self-harming each other and emma frost can't stop them because it's a chemical imbalance that's that they can't control and then we get the the cocoan gates being manipulated by orcus which was done by the horticulturalists um the horticulturists um are from x-men green and a a different and the original the first um run of the recoan age x-men um but yeah they we get them escaping through the gate then we get another fastball special which is from strong guy and kitty and kitty ends up being the the safe the saving grace of this whole thing because it's funny that she's not able to, and one of the biggest things about Kitty, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm calling her Kitty, Kate. Uh, one of the biggest things about Kate in this um, new Krakoan age is that she can't go through the gates, and she's never been able to go through the gates, but she's able to um, pass through any technology, so it's kind of ironic that this is the one technology that she can't pass through. Um, but she's able to disrupt the Sentinels as they come through and um, destroy them. Then we get this moment of, the five um, helping them, and we get this beautiful moment of Rasputin and uh, Marvel and uh, Miss Marvel attacking each other. But then we get to um, Nimrod throwing Juggernaut into the to the place where they're having the Hellfire Gala, and the whole place exploding. And we get this Omega moment of Jean Grey, and Jean Grey literally telekinetically shields all of the the 
I guess, occupants of the Hellfire Gala and saves all of them. And she says this beautiful, she says, everyone in the Orcus, listen very carefully. Tonight you trespassed against us and chose violence. Let all of those thoughts go and you will leave and you will survive to see the dawn. I'm, <laughs> I, the first of all, I love that. That's a beautiful line. I think they always have a way of paralleling um, kind of like religion into it. And when she says that um, tonight you trespassed against us and they kind of might try, um, forgive our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. I love that moment where we get to see her like kind of be like, it's okay. I'm going to put them down. And she says, she said, I'm going to put our friends down. I'm going to, I'm going to change your mind. At that moment, you knew that she was actually going to go inside people's minds and literally change them. And I was like, that's a moment where I feel like, like, I know it's intrusive, but also like you should do it like <laughs> facts. But, um, she goes in and she like tries to, she stops them. Um, and she tries to go in and like, actually, you know, about to do it, but just as she's about to do it, Moira X jumps out of one of the portals, and since she is uh, literally a robot now, she can't be sensed telepathically, Moira stabs Jean Grey in the throat, uh, or in the chest, and just, like, horrible. But, um, and it's right as Jean's calling to Cyclops and letting him know that she needs him to come back. And then we get this harrowing moment of just, like, seeing Scott on the floor in front of the treehouse and the treehouse is on fire and he literally one of the literally things says um gene um he says uh, i can't join you right now he says i can't feel my legs and he said gene why can't i feel you gene and i when i tell you that gave me chills i couldn't believe what happened like y'all know yeah go ahead look go ahead because that's your boy and then the look no i'm not gonna talk, <laughs> even talk about cyclops when logan oh was, my god happened? yes my man was like, snick, yes! snick, 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 snick. He was about it. Ready to go to ready, work. Ready, ready. Like, and look here. And this this is one of those moments where it reminds you that Gene is an Omega level, is Omega level for a reason. Um, see, So seeing her get stabbed and everything, it sends all the other mutants into a frenzy and everybody starts going on because that's that's number one right there. That's Omega one. So we finna, we finna go into it. Um, then just as they're about to attack, Moira puts a knife to Xavier's throat and tells them to stop, um, to make them stop. And she says, I can't. He's like, he said, I can't. He said, do it or we'll, um, or we'll, you know, kill everybody. Um, kill the pe the humans who are doing the medicines. So he tells them to stop and he tells them to surrender. So right after that, Stasis gives their term, gives his terms to them. Um, he goes on to say that, he goes on to say that this is a cancer surgery, Charles, and you are a cancer. So he get, he gives them terms to which they have to um, obey. He says that um, the uh, he says that any mutant found on Earth or who returns back to Earth, we will kill a human. The second time it happens, we will kill ten humans, and then uh, he said then a hundred. And I suppose you're smart enough to get to gather the rest. And it kind of goes into like he so he kind of puts an ultimatum on them to if you don't leave if you don't tell all the mutants to leave now and go um, into the portals, then we will, you know, start killing humans. So he says, how much do you really love humans? And it kind of puts in the, uh, the emphasis on how much do you really love humans enough? So he ends up going in, to, um, telling the, uh, making the mutants go through the, um, the portal. Now, this is the moment where we get a beautiful moment of Firestar and Jean. Jean gives Firestar an ultimate mission to where she has to 
go undercover with Orcus and have and infiltrate them and be the one and say that she's the one who's been helping Dr. Stasis under it. So in Jean's last moment, she telepathically implants memories of Firestar going to Dr. Stasis and, you know, being an undercover agent. And tell and she says you cannot tell anyone. She says the people who will um she said the people will be there for you when you need them. But um it shows the moment of them going through it, um, of going through this and like sending them out. Then we get this um as he's sending the people through the portal, we get this red triangle moment. I love that red triangle moment where we get to see the resist in the red. It, um, and we kind of get an emphasis on what the red triangle defense is. Um, for those who don't know that uh, Xavier tra- trains all his like students in the red triangle moment to where you can they can resist telepathy, espe- uh, including his own. So like the people who do, yeah, because of his own exactly, and like and um and they also. Right, (laughs) and they also like he also specifies that he made this red triangle defense because of Emma Frost um, when she was evil, and I was like, okay, this is a smart choice, and um, but yeah, she says um, not she also, but then we go back to Jean and um, Jean and Firestar, and we get this moment where she says like to her, we're um, she said we're we're mutants uh, um she says we are mutants we only know fight resist and then she she goes and talks to scott and to let scott know that she's dying um she's dying and she's she loves him but she also goes to wolverine like you said and she like tells him what's going on and she says she says to him um i loved you too and i need you to do what you what you do best for me for me and i was like okay so and he continues to just he said baby gave me permission to oh it's a wrap and then we get we get this harrowing moment of seeing jeans um bones um on the floor while charles xavier is standing over and it's such a harrowing moment um but yeah we get to see destiny um tries to tell mystique to go through the um go through the portal but she resists and throws herself off a cliff and i that was crazy i hope that she's still alive because she has a healing factor okay Real quick, because I got of you. time, because eventually I'm, I'm eventually because I we got to talk about twenty five. Okay. Look, we and yeah, all right. The only thing that we should bring, the only thing that we need to bring up there is the fact that Kitty can go through the portal now because um Orcus is able to yes. um infiltrate it. The X Men, um, the mutants who are able to resist. I want to do, do the speech. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. I want to talk about what she does. In okay, I got you. So twenty five. Oh, oh, wait! Before you do that, before you do that, um, my bad. Um, before you do that, I do want to do the okay, um the ahead. I do want to talk about the the rogue moment um that they do and um the mutants that end up resisting it. Um, so we get a beautiful moment of the rogue and R.I.P. Lordis. Lordis ended up teleporting all the mutants who resisted it and got them out. And we get um we have Saint Talon, Psylocke, Bishop. And Angel, all these other people who are um, who are top tier, and we're going to see them go into it. But we see that Kitty's able to go to the um, portal, and she ends up going. And we're going to get, and that's where we get into X Men X Men twenty five. But just as they're about to kill Professor Xavier, Rogue comes in and rips Mora in half, and she takes Professor Xavier. And Professor Xavier has this moment where he tries to sense the mutants that went through the portal to um, sense them in Morocco, but he says he can't sense he can't sense anyone. They're all gone. He says that um he said I literally I sent them through a meat grinder. 
which I don't think they're, they're not dead. We all, we all figured that out, but he tells her to go and avenge them. And that leads into, of course, Uncanny Avengers. And um, yeah, then we get into X-Men 25. Please edit some of my stuff out. Cause I know I, I, I you know, when I, I get about X-Men. No, I'm leaving. Like, I was like, please look, look, if there's some stuff that don't match, let me know. Like, I, I'm cool with it. <laughs> It's too. I'm leaving it in there because that's a lot of suffering silence. <laughs> um, so X Men Twenty Five picks up a few weeks. No, they it picks up a okay. few weeks later. Mm-hmm. So as Aaron said, Kitty goes through the portal. She's never yes. went through the portal. She's on. I think she's in mm-hmm. Israel. She wakes up in Israel. Yeah, Jerusalem. She wakes Jerusalem. up in Israel, and Orcus. Yeah, Drew, gotcha. Thank you. She wakes up in Jerusalem. And she basically John Wicks everybody yes! in Orcus. I mean, between her ninja skills and her uh phasing yes. phasing abilities, forget it, fam. She put a she put she you know ever heard you ever heard the expression sometimes you want to throw a motherfucker at another motherfucker? She literally Yes Bro, she literally Put two dudes together. together dead. She took she takes a gun, puts it in the dude's head, never shoots the dude. But, Are you good? Oh, what? Oh, okay. Uh, but uh the last dude got it the worst. He was like, and I'm gonna read oh, it yeah, for verbatim. He's like, wait, 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 wait. The X-Men saved yes! me. I was up on the I was up on the bloom and I was sucked out of space and they saved me. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what the X-Men do. They save everybody they can, even their enemies. A shame that the X-Men are dead now. Snaps the dude's (laughs) neck. And she crying. And she's crying because because she doesn't know what happened yet. Her people, some of her best friends, her Mm -hmm. family died by by rogue people i'm almost said russian (laughs) by anti-mutant right legions just trying to kill mutants and all they want to do is be left alone and charles idea from a peaceful world is i'm sorry it's dead in the water yeah now we snap it next now we doing the work which leads into uncanny avengers right oof wait before we get into that i did want to say a, a couple things about that uh, about that x-men red first of all the crazy look in her eye when she when she when she killed that man i was like oh you can tell she a different person now that 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 changed her fundamentally and like mm-hmm. she became shadow yes, with a k <laughs> and shadow like, and i just i love that moment where we i love the moment where we get to see her um sitting with her rabbi and we get to talk. Um, she gets to talk about it, and it goes. And it goes. It's a flashback to when she first, um, like, couldn't go through the portal, and she has this moment where she's scared that she's not a mutant. And like, then her rabbi asks her if she believes, if she still believes in God after like all the things she's been through, and she still says yes. And I'm like, that's a beautiful moment where we get to see. You know, she still has her faith, and she still, you know, believes in her, you know, Jewish faith and everything. Um, I did also like the the moment with firestar with um with dr stasis in front of the um the portal where and she tries to and he tells her to demonstrate that the portal can't be um crossed through by mutants and she touches it but then we see this moment where her where one tear drops down her face 
I thought that was a beautiful moment to um give uh, to give her and like and, and that moment um, where she says when she when Kitty goes to get her ooh. swords and Ogun left her a note. Yes. You'll be forever the weapon that Yes. I love that. And like although and we all know like for those who don't know about Ogun's story like I feel like you know even though she was like kidnapped and like she she I mean well she was mind blaring washed and everything but I feel like that's mo- one of those moments. Like, I feel a lot of people um, thought like, oh, wait, why would she want to, you know, purposely go back to a time where she was being brainwashed and controlled and all that stuff. But also it kind of goes to like what magic does, like how magic took limbo from like from um, Belasco, a person who is literally, you know, assaulting her as a child sexually and you know physically. And then she takes it and takes control of it and takes power in it. And I feel like that's what they're doing with her. They like give her a chance to own her, um, own the power, what's going on with her. Cause it kind of goes to those moments. Cause those moments define you. Uh, those moments don't define you, but they shape who you are. And I feel like it's her finally taking control of that and being like, yes, this is something that happened to me. And even though it's not, all of who I am, it is a part of me. And I love that they give her that moment. Um, but that Firestar moment, I kind of can't wait to see what Firestar, um, how, Firestar story. But I also do like the the In Hellfire Gala when, uh, when Rogue was like, um, sleep, um, sleep with both eyes open, sugar. And she, and she uh, flies off with Professor. Uh, that was, I love that moment. Um, but we get this moment where we see what's happened to Cyclops and Cyclops being... Um, his eyes are stitched closed by um, per, by Doctor Stasis, and like he's paralyzed still from mm-hmm. you know what happened. Um, but we also get to see Sink taking leadership already in the new X Men, and we get to see him like sit with what's going on and have to work with it. Um, and we see that Shadowcat has been for- profoundly changed by what's going on with her, and she's cut her hair, she's gone into the ninja garb, everything. Um, but he also explains that. She is the only one who can go through the gates, even though a Rasputin 4 is literally a clone of her and she has the same ability. And even Sync, who is able to go through the gate, um, who can, you know, of course, synchronize with her power, he he's not able to do it either. He says only she can do it. And he needs and they need her to be, you know, more mindful mm-hmm. of that. And like she's kind of going on a whole like rant or whatever. Um, she's kind of into her own bag. She's kind of she's kind of in her Wolverine era, to be honest. Like She's kind of in her like her like yeah. Wolverine era to um to the point where I'm like okay cool we we got to see what's going on. Um, we get this moment with Emma Frost and Miss Marvel, which was amazing. Um, we get she Mr. Uh, Emma Frost telepathically like wipes the moment of um Miss Marvel Miss Marvel and Kamala's death from her parents. Um, so she doesn't so they won't know and so they won't have to like live with her dying. And she and so Kamala can just you know continue to live her normal life and when she's ready she'll come out. Um, but we can see that Emma Frost has also been changed by this as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, let's get into <laughs> Uncanny Avengers. Um, you go first because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> I gotta say, from first mm-hmm. read, I like what mm-hmm. I saw. I need to see more of this team in action. I feel, I feel that. Because I like how Psylocke was immediately on that <laughs> fuck shit, where she was just like, "Yes, I will fight everybody in the Avengers if you're about this." Everybody, I, everybody. I, I, I told Captain America straight up, 
Where are the Avengers? I'll fight everybody can right. catch these swords. Everybody. Let me know if you want these hands now. And Steve's Steve's just like, listen, listen, listen. I'm putting a new Avengers team together. We're here to help right. you out. And I like how her and Monet is like, you know, let's join the team for now. But if they get we out, out, we out. That's it. I love that. Like I, mm, oof, yeah. Go. Can, can I? Are you, are you going? You, you got some more? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So, I read this. I was instantly for it. Um. The whole. We're going to talk about what you thought. I want you to say what you thought. Um. Who you thought. Mr. Crap and Grico is in a minute because I think that now too, after I read it, uh, we will get into it. Hold on, give me, give me a minute. Because um, I, I believe it now okay. too after I read that. Like, after the first page of me reading it, Antonio, I literally was like, damn, he might be right. He might definitely be right. Because once you said that piece, it clicked, it right? Clicked. You know what? Let's just do okay, it. Go okay, go So, so Captain Krakoa forms a new mutant liberation okay. front. It's the blob mm-hmm. wild side and fenris well i because i don't know none of these if it's all x-men yeah. i'm like yeah, fenris fenris is you. very that's a choice because fenris are very they are incestual twins they they definitely fuck each other and um yeah they're they're nazi oh. they're, they're they're from the von strucker family von struckers are notoriously nazis and they are nazi twins who okay. are evil but also are very close. They don't they don't outright say they're fucking each other, but they're fucking each other, and that's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really wild. But they they have a cool little power when they touch pans. They like you know shoot like it's kind of like North Star and um, Aurora. Honestly, they shoot that. They they have like a powerful beam. But yeah, okay. go ahead. So, do we just jump into it? Um, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it. So. Yeah. So me, so me and Aaron were on a conversation earlier today. So there is a new Captain. Krakow. Before we what, do, we want to say what, what they what what happened? How, how what happened with Doctor Stasis and Modok? Or are we just going to go into our theory? Okay. No, we're just okay. Going into our theory, because guys, guys, if you, I mean, we got to say that we got to say this now. If you want to this comic to continue, pre order the book. Yes. Whether it's digital or your local comic shop, pre-order your book. Because, yes, it's a limited series now, but it could not be that, you know? Yeah. It right. could change. It could, could change. Do more. Like, let Jerry Duggan do more. Like, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, that said, me and Aaron had a conversation mm-hmm. earlier. We're, we're both thinking, spoilers, three, two, one. The new Captain Kokoa is Hydra Cap. Yes. Cause the way they explain the way they go into um like you've been gone for a long the world has changed since you've been gone. Because I didn't because I was like, okay, what does that mean? Cause it's cause when you told me because when you told me like, you know, there's a theory going around that, you know, it might be Hydra Cap, and I was like, okay. I was like, it couldn't be because he's dead. Like Celine, Celine killed him. But then as I read it, and I was like, oh, maybe not. All right, maybe he, they, she did try, or but maybe they brought him back in some in some kind of way. Um, but yeah, when they like when they like explained to him, like you know, you've been gone a long time, and they explains like what the world has been like since you've been gone. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a moment. Um, I think it's definitely him. 
um it can it will make perfect sense especially going to the um to the end i don't like to where he like fights cap and he's like uh, and they say that um this person is already um already is stronger than an ordinary human and the fact that he's able to overpower him uh, overpower cap um because along with the captain kokoa suit the captain kokoa suit enhances your strength as well already so uh, on top of that he ends up like over kind of overpowering cap i was like oh shit, that might be him and i will be ready for that like um yeah, I feel like that'll be an amazing moment. But um, we get into it. Um, and this one we get into like Ben Ulrich, um, Ben Ulrich, who is now the the owner of the Daily Bugle. I did not know that. I love that. Um, and him kind of telling the story from the um, from the background of what's going on. But you can tell that one thing I love about Ben Ulrich is um, he is he's a staunch ally. He is very objective in in his um in his writing. Like he. Cause even when he um when he puts that part of um where is it uh where he says that um this is a it could be a flagship uh, talk about the flagship thing um about how you know they are saying that you know what is it what is it um he said I haven't made up my mind yet um about I haven't made up my mind yet I don't have all the facts but I will what is true that the X Men had their symbol of a nation it was. Cyclops or operating under the name of Captain Krakoa. I find it hard to believe that this is the same man now who committed the vicious act of terrorism in Washington, D.C. If uh, Captain Krakoa is a false flag operation, it's working. Fear of Krakoa and mutants in general have um, has never been higher. And I love the fact that he is objective to the part where he's open to the fact that it could definitely be a flagship mission because it doesn't sound like the people that I knew and that I um, interviewed. And he kind of goes into it objectively. Then we get, you know, Psylocke going into it. I love that Psylocke and Monet just decided that they're going to, like, you know, come in and just, like, start killing motherfuckers. Like, I love, I was like, I was living for all this. I was just like, oh, this going to be good. She And when I tell you, they went into it. Um, I felt like that was a, I, I love that whole scene. But then we get, um, when, when Cap comes to um, recruit them, and we see that he's like okay with it, like of them killing, because we, because we know like strongly, like Captain America has strongly been against killing. Like there's been a rare few times where he's like, I don't even, I don't even know if there has been a time where he's like, you know, killed somebody at least on purpose. And like, I feel like, no, well he's, well I'll say he's strongly yeah, against exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But he will, he will. Right. I will say it like this. Cat for and World right. War II. He, exactly. Exactly. I've thought about that too. I'm like, he fought in World War II, so he's definitely unallowed a few motherfuckers. And I feel like if anybody, I feel like Red Skull is definitely one of those people like he would definitely kill. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't hesitate like if he had a chance for, for oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no question. Because literally the first thing that comes out of his mouth is you're killing and Orcus is killing in his All right. I'm here to help. Right. Avenge them. That was it. That's literally the first thing that he was said. the first thing I was going to say, because yeah, I was about to say, when well, she was like, um, I don't think I can stand any lectures about my methods. They um, they killed hundreds of thousands of mutants, then avenged them. I was like, oh, so you you cool with it. And like, let's remember, like, that was the whole contention of him inviting um Deadpool in the first Uncanny Avengers because of like the fact that he yeah. goes around killing people. and He's a mercenary for hire. And like, I love the fact that he's kind of like. Okay, I get it now. Like, I and you can kind of see that, like, he's finally starting to get what being an ally really is. Like, not standing beside you. You can't listen. And this is mm-hmm. the real life. 
you can't play around with yes you just yes you listen look 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 i'm gonna just deviate for a second and man we're kind of running out of time because we're now we're nearly an hour and 40 minutes it's hour 20 we we, we're not we're not that deep no oh she's naive i remember okay damn okay you're right you're right you're right you're right okay 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 all right but you can't play around with fascist you just can't do it like it's either you get rid of them now or it's gonna be a problem later and look it, it like real talk if you live in america and you listen to the sound of my voice and somehow you made it past the first five minutes of this episode you can't play yeah, at all fascist. you just at all. can't do it so all right let's wrap this up and let's got get you um so what else do we have to talk about on here okay so yeah we kind of see them assembling the team we kind of see that captain Krakoa. honestly i get why the mutant liberation front was formed now like i was like because i was very question i was very much questioning like why blob would join this especially after you know he has such a great life on Krakoa and like why wide side would join it and everything but then they explained that you know he thinks that he's cyclops they all think that he's cyclops and that he's you know working um he's working to try to help mutants when in actuality he's just doing the disservice of it i love the fact that we kind of get that moment of him just you know of you understand why they're doing it they're doing it to fight for mutants but they don't know that they're their leader is also you know a piece of shit and it kind of goes back to the uncanny avengers um with secret empire happened and like how they were all working for him not knowing what he was doing and not who he really was mm-hmm. in the background um and we get that moment of them working together and we get to see um we get to see the uncanny avengers meet up with the x-men and like have that moment um but also i love that they spotlighted a quicksilver in this like um there that moment when they was like um quicksilver was one of the fastest men alive he suffered a couple hard years first he and his sister discovered that they weren't uh the children of magneto they were not mutants and krakoa was not for them and then before he can reconcile with magneto the master of magnetism was killed in the act in action on Rocco. i love the fact that they brought that up because yeah. i was because that's been one of my biggest contentions the fact that Scarlet Witch gets a reconciliation with her father, but we never get that moment for Quicksilver. And like, I feel like that was a spit in the face of uh, of them. That's because he's been he's gotten the most disservice about um with the whole like unretconning retconning him and um Scarlet Witch not being his um their kids. And I feel like that was a that's a good moment to like you know bring up to them. Um, other than that, like I get I love the I love this um issue. I love it starts off. It starts off where it builds up and it gives you something to, to like to look forward to to be to be like okay what's going to happen next, um and I can't wait to see what they do. I kind of hope that they take, um Cap in a darker like I hope he's okay with them killing because like let's be honest all of his people that he's got on there are killers like they have also they have all killed somebody at one point or another and I am very like excited to see what they do with that team. Um, and how they go about it. I, and I hope he, like, genuinely understands the assignment now. Like, he needs to be for the mutants, all like, for always. And um, we get that moment. But also, there's a moment in there that um, I was very... I put in... I put Monet and Quicksilver, question mark, because that moment when she was like, um, like, keep your hands... It's like, um, watch your grip or something like that when he's, like, carrying her or running with her. 
I kind of would like them to like have a some sort of relationship, even if it's just like them like fucking. Like, I feel like that would be a cool little they, because they're so much alike, but also very different. I feel like they would be they they would have hot sex. I feel like it would be amazing, honestly. Um, I kind of yeah, but them yeah, I can't wait. We'll see when the Fall of X is starting off really crazy. Um, I will say. As a black lover of X-Men, as a gay black lover of X-Men, I was very, I didn't know how to feel about the whole Uncanny Avenger, I mean, the X-Men dying um, like that, especially the most diverse team that we've ever had, like dying like that off rip. But Jerry Duggan does explain that he will, like, they're not, he's not done with them yet. Like, they're not, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be, they're not going to be around. It just means like, you know, this is going to be the time. And I don't know if you heard me before when you um, walked away, but the um the vote for x-men was really for who would survive the um the fall of x so juggernaut is alive and we're going to see we're apparently going to see him later on and i'm kind of excited to see what they do with him especially because it definitely looked like his head was smashed in when nimrod was holding him but i was like okay we're gonna see mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of um, because I believe like um on TikTok, Omar Holson, um one of a, a, a great TikToker um who loves X-Men, he talks about um like you know, being X-Men, it's kind of sad that you know we can't that the X-Men and mutants who are you know uh allegory for minority groups always have to go through something like this. But also it is who they are at their core, and they always are gonna be, you know, met with resistance. And I kind of would love to see where they go with this. I just want them I to be prominent. Oh, what's up? I think after Fall of X, if I'm a mutant, I'd be like, fuck To be honest, yeah. I would be on a rock already. I think, I don't know if they're going to do yeah. it, though. Like, I think they could, they said it could still exist. But I, I, at this point, yeah. after this. Yeah, for real. Her. Facts. I feel that. Because the fact that they, like, because they, they keep doing stuff to us. And I'm like, okay, if y'all don't want us here, just say that. I would be on, first of all, the second Rocco came, I was like, once they, all you had to do was tell me Storm was going to be there. Okay, I got you. All right, I'm, I'm going to see y'all, I'm going to see y'all boys later. I'm, I got to go to my people. And we haven't talked about X-Men Red. Oh, yeah. I want that story to finish okay. first. Because I don't want to talk about it. Have you read, how much have you read of yet. it? Have you read any of it yet? Uh, okay. No, I, I, I feel like I, I, I and that's kind of okay. why I don't want to talk about it yet, because I feel like I need to read it from yeah. the beginning to get yeah. the feel of what's happening. So that's gonna be what right because it explains why Storm so, and them haven't been wasn't there, and I was like, because I was I ain't gonna hold you, I was upset about that. I was like, why hasn't Storm come yet? Like to our like to our rescue. But you realize mm-hmm. she, yeah. I, as soon as and as soon as I said it, I remembered. I was like, oh, because she has her own civil. They, Araco literally has her own civil war going on. Um, I would I would say read it now. I feel like we could definitely get into it now. Um, you should read it now, and we can talk about it next time because it will be a it will, it could be a good jumping off point to when they finally go into Genesis the the war. I call it the Genesis Wars, but yeah, the uh, <laughs> the war with Genesis. Like I feel like that would be a good little um, break in point for um, for you, especially with like. The sword and all that, um, with sword and everything, you, I, you, you gonna, you gonna love it. I, I'm, I'm very. When I tell you, I'm so excited for you to read that. You gonna love it, man. It, it's been a minute since I've been in, in, uh, in reading an X Men book. It's been a long time, which I feel like while I'm in Salt Lake, I'm yes, gonna get caught up. Do it, do it, please. Look, let, and you, you got I'm my Marvel Unlimited information. If you need all the book, the current books too. So yeah, do that, do that. 
because um, it's gonna be it's I'm because when I tell you as soon as I get off here, I'm about to read my new um my new X Men Red that came out this week X Men uh, number fourteen. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, man, and I feel like I should be reading X Men Red already because yes, I'm gonna say you love Nova and he he's very much strongly in it, <sighs> strongly in it too. Like and he's not yeah he's like a background character, but he's also has a a good storyline and like I think you'll you'll like what he's doing there. I think you should read Sword first if you haven't read Sword. Um, it's only like because oh, it, it leads right into X Men. It continues the story of Sword. Yeah, it, exactly. And um, you, I think okay. you'll you'll get a kick out of that as well because it does it deals more with the. And you know what? It's all of this is written yeah. by Al Ewing. And I I should have freaking known. I I'm I am been a slacker. I read his all anything. Yes. Al Ewing has written Masterpiece. Marvel, except this yeah. Hulk. I, I haven't read, read that. Hulk. Yeah. But I will read everything. It's I'll a read. banger every time. I just don't have the money like yeah, I used right. to. Toys well, I f- look, I feel the fuck out of that because look, because look here, one thing that that white bisexual man know how to do is write a fucking uh, is write storm. I don't know what I don't know what black woman he been hanging around, but that man know how to write Aurora Monroe of the storms and like the way he also yes. writes and hell the way he also writes um Araco like. Everybody know like Araco is literally you know, um, of a city, a planet made from you know mutants who are from Africa and who are from you know like the Middle East and everything like those mutants and like you see the culture still coming like you see the culture like coming into this but like a nuanced way and like you see that like some people have to like immerse themselves in their culture because they said you can either be a part of our culture or you choose or you can just you know we you choose violence with us because we go it's either you you get in or you fit or you <laughs> get the fuck out as you say fuck it we ball exactly <laughs> <laughs> fuck it we ball and that's exactly it. and i i love that we get that moment right. so it's gonna be exciting um to see that episode 30 yes i'm gonna get i'm gonna work on it we're, we're gonna talk about comics towards the end but i want to touch toys okay quite a bit because we did not finish our we didn't San Diego we didn't stuff. you're right but i want to give like a primer on toys like scales yeah. and stuff things people should okay. pick up that kind Perfect. of thing so and then that that have me that have me um will give me a chance to mm-hmm. do research now show note since we gave y'all nearly two right. hours this week, we did X Men uh, episode thirty-eight will probably be two weeks from Saturday. Okay. The reason being, the reason, <laughs> on, the reason being, <laughs> because we both have. Oh right. Ugh. Yes, and also I have to. I I almost got the research down. All I got to do is put okay. it on paper. So you may get one next week. Look, we Me. look. We can we gonna work it out. But just letting you know, we, we're, we're right. gonna get it done. It's just yeah, scheduled. we just got working with each other. Schedules. I don't want to like surprisingly. Thankfully, I wasn't tired, but I know, like by the time twenty minutes hits, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have a. All right, man. Telling yourself. Of course, of course. So you can catch me at at King Krakoa. I don't know where that British accent came from, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so you can catch. 
You're not the only one who did that voice <laughs> this week, so don't feel bad. Uh, so you guys can catch me at Akin on TikTok and Twitter. Follow me. And you can also, um, I just made a Discord as well a couple weeks ago, so you can follow me on there at the same tag. Um, you can also catch me on TikTok at, at King of Thrones. Uh, my, that's also my Instagram as well, so y'all can follow me there. Um, but, yeah, where can they catch you, my guy? Uh, Ant Life France on TikTok. <laughs> Ant Life France on uh, yep. IG. No, it's actually Antonio Augusto. Okay. Wait now. Bam. Uh, ba, 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 and that's pretty much it. I'm not on socials that much anymore. I'm right. trying, people. I'm trying. I have a reason Baby to steps. come back. There's a video on TikTok. I wanna uh, I wanna do a thing for. I may do it today. Holy crap! Someone took a pizza with a Philly cheesesteak and rolled it. This is next level. I'm gonna say that's fat. I I knew it. I knew he was gonna say it. (laughs) I was like I'm on board. All right, y'all listen. Thank y'all for listening. For uh 460 download uh 60 yes. downloads as of today. We got this gravy tray rolling. Get ready. Season two is coming. Very much so. Season two is coming when we get past episode 52. Because we're in 37 yeah. right now. It's 15 episodes. Bigger. What was my contact line? Bigger, blacker, yep. and uncut. There you go. And, you know, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Deuces. Peace.